Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. Why should we do the Lord's Supper or communion? How often should we do it? All churches, regardless of denominational differences, they practice Lord's Supper. Why? Because the Bible commands us to do that. Jesus himself commanded us to do the Lord's Supper. But when you are doing it, have you thought about what is really the purpose behind? Why, why should we do the, this Lord's Supper? Some people ask this question like, how often should we do this? Some churches do it um, on a quarterly every year or they do on a monthly basis while some churches practice this uh, every week. Now, some pastors do the, uh, they, they pray over the Lord's Supper and then they give away the bread and cups so that people can come and pick them up. Or, uh, the ushers can go around and they pass out the, uh, the bread and cups so that people can, uh, take it where, where they are sitting. So we have so many different ways and so many different timelines of practicing the Lord's Supper. But today, I want us to really focus on why we should do this Lord's Supper so that we can learn the purpose behind. So we can learn from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. So let's go to today's passage together. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a person must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat or or of the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who eats and drinks eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not properly recognize the body. Amen. Now, there are three things I want to get from this passage. The first one, uh, the first two are the uh, the purpose of this Lord's Supper or communion. It says, uh, remember. And the second one is proclaim. These are the purposes of Lord's Supper. And then how can we participate in how what is there any requirement to participate in the uh, Lord's Supper? The answer is examine. So let's look at one by one, starting with the remember. Go back to today's passage. It says, For I received from the Lord. So this is not from human. This is from the Lord. God commanded us to do this. Um, that I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. So Jesus Christ, he broke his body to really redeem us from the, uh, the, the sin and death. According to Hebrews chapter 10, 10, Jesus offered his body once for all to redeem us. 
Now, do this in remembrance of me. Now, this is the key word here. Do this in remembrance of me. And also, in other words, uh, in other parts that we see this repetition of in, remem- in, in remembrance. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant, which means there was an old covenant, as we can see in the Old Testament. It was the, through the circumcision. But here, the new covenant is in Jesus' blood, that Jesus shed his blood to forgive our sins, to atone for our sins. And that is the new covenant, the blood relationship. Because of Jesus' blood, we became his children. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Here we go. We see the repetition of remembrance, remembrance. So that remember of what Christ has done is the really key purpose of Lord's Supper. Why should we do this Lord's Supper? Again, the first purpose is to remember. Now, remember what? That Jesus broke his body and he shed his blood. For what? To forgive our sins and to save us from the bondage of sin and death. And he did it through sacrificing his body and blood. And that is what we need to remember. We need to remember what Christ has done. We need to remember the death of Christ Jesus, the sacrifice that he made to free us, to save us. So that it is so, so important. Now, in throughout the Bible, we see many occasions that God commanded us to remember. Now, it's kind of similar to Passover meal. Now, on the night that the Israelites were coming out from Egypt, God saved them in an amazing way that whoever among the Israelites uh, put the door, uh, put the lamb, the blood of the lamb on their doorpost, the death passed away. So that is why they are celebrating pass away. But there is a reason for celebration of Passover. Why? Even now, the Jewish people celebrate the Passover. For for what? For them to remember what God did to them. Yes, God saved people of Israel out of Egypt so that they, until now, they are remembering through celebration. Likewise, we are to remember the big, the true Passover, that Jesus, the blood of Christ Jesus, Jesus was shed so that the death, sin and death would pass away. So that this is the true spiritual, um, the uh, Passover that we must remember. So that we, this is why when we are taking the bread and the cup, we're not just eating the bread and drinking the cup, but we are remembering that Christ is wonderful, powerful sacrifice to forgive our sins, to save us from the bondage of sin and death. So that is the Number one, purpose. Now, what is the number two purpose? So let's go back to to this passage. It says, For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. It doesn't specify how often we should do it. It could be a weekly, it could be a monthly. It doesn't really matter. But whenever we celebrate the Lord's Supper, whenever we eat bread and drink the cup, here is the second reason that we need to proclaim the Lord's death, his sacrifice, Jesus' sacrifice for our sin. That is the content of the proclamation so that we can show people 
visibly, even visibly, that Jesus' sacrifice was for us. Now, this is a very, very important because, again, in the Bible, we can see that we need to remember of what Christ has done, but that is not enough. If you remember just for yourself, then it is pretty selfish that you are holding uh, the gospel message to yourself only. But Jesus commanded us to speak it out, that we need to share the gospel of Christ Jesus. And the Lord's Supper is a way to do that. So that with, that's why we do this communion corporately, not just individually. If you do it individually by yourself, then nobody's going to watch what you are doing. But we do it in a corporate setting so that other people would see why we do this. So that they can see visibly the body, the bread represents or symbolizes the body of Christ Jesus. And the cup represents the blood of Christ Jesus. So that they can see that the as we are celebrating we we are proclaiming that jesus died for our sins and he shed his blood for us what a great tool visible tool for the non-believers to see because sometimes or many times non-believers come to our church just because they are worshiping with us doesn't mean that they truly believe in jesus christ but more than just the hearing the word of god when they see what was happening with their eyes they is have more impact I would think more impact for them to see the true meaning of the Jesus's death and resurrection so that we need to be intentional when we are doing the Lord's Supper we are doing it to proclaim the gospel of Christ Jesus Jesus commanded us to be his witnesses and he uh, acts chapter 1 8 when the Holy Spirit comes upon you you will be my witnesses we will be Jesus's witnesses starting from Jerusalem Judea Samaria to all around the world Matthew 28 verses 18 through 20 that Jesus go and make disciples of all nations this all involves the proclamation of Christ Jesus Paul said Jesus Christ I proclaim. He is the focal point, the content, and the object of our proclamation. We need to proclaim Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter how big your church is. Just like um, if you serve the better bread or better juice, that does that mean that you're uh, you're a better church? Or uh, if you are doing the communion uh, more often than the other church, that means your church is more spiritual? No, that is a selfish motive. The the reason why we do the communion is not to show off how great or how great or how superior our church is, but it is is really to show that how great our Lord Jesus Christ it is to proclaim Christ to Jesus that is it that is the purpose of the communion so these are the two main purposes of communion that we are to remember what Christ has done and we are to proclaim what Christ has done through communion now the final question is this now who can participate in the Lord's Supper Surely it is not for all, everyone to participate in. There is certain criteria that we need to know to participate in the Lord's Supper. So let's go back to today's passage. It says, Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way. Hmm, what is this unworthy way? Let's go on. 
shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. So this is a serious matter. But a person must examine, this is the key word, examine himself, and so in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not properly recognize the body. Now, what does this examine really means? What does this unworthy manner really means here? Would you like to actively participate in 21C Moses ministry? If so, consider signing up for 21C Moses Patreon today. By becoming a member, you can support the ministry at various levels and receive different benefits in return. To learn more, simply visit Patreon and search for 21C Moses. Now, in the context of this chapter, Paul pointed out some um, really bad application of the Lord's Supper that was being done in the church of Corinth. There were some rich people taking too much bread and uh, the uh, juice, the wine, so that the poor people did not have enough to participate in the Lord's Supper. There were greediness, there were uh, selfishness among the church members so that uh, some people could not even participate in. That was not the case for the Lord's Supper. And Paul criticizes against it. That's not how, that's not how you do the Lord's Supper. Now Jesus gave himself to us to feed us with his life. But this malpractice was the opposite. They were feeding themselves selfishly so they did not have enough for others to be fed so that that is not the right way to do that. So we have to know how we should celebrate the Lord's Supper. First of all, it says we need to examine ourselves. Now, what does that really mean? Many churches believe that. Uh, non-believers cannot participate in the Lord's Supper. And I agree with that. Why? Because number one, non-believers, they are sinners. They have not been forgiven by the blood of Christ Jesus yet because they do not believe in Jesus Christ. To participate in the Lord's Supper, we must examine if there is any sin in our life. So first off, if you're not a believer, you cannot participate in because you still have sin. You are still in your sin. So to participate in the Lord's Supper, you must to become believer first. You need to believe in Christ Jesus, that Jesus died for you and he rose from the dead to give us eternal life. So that by believing in Christ Jesus, the blood of Christ Jesus would be applied to you so that your sins will be forgiven. So that is the most important step toward participating in the Lord's Supper. But also, even among believers, we need to examine continually because just because you're a believer doesn't mean that you are living perfectly. We still have sinful nature. So sometimes we fall. Just like the current church. I mean, Paul was speaking to believers. And then there were some greediness, the selfishness among the believers. So that Paul was saying, you need to examine yourself first. If you uh, sin against the Lord, uh, even though you are believers, you need to repent. You need to confess your sin. You need to stop doing it. And then you need to turn to the Lord, run away from your sin, and run to God. 
Um, yes, last week we studied from Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 12 through 14. We need to know that we are not strong. We need to depend on God, but not just yesterday, but we need to do it today continually so that there must be a continual repentance. So examine yourself. It's not only about non-believers, but also believers that we need to examine ourselves each time when we participate in the Lord's Supper. So this is why a lot of churches practice Lord's Supper right after sermon, because when they hear the Word of God through preaching, Holy Spirit many times convicts the listeners, the audience, the congregation of their sins so they can confess their sins and they can turn away from their sin. They can examine themselves uh, through the Holy Spirit's illumining their hearts to expose their hidden sins. So we need to examine our hearts first. And then when we see that our heart is right with the Lord, when we repented of our sin, then we can participate in the Lord's Supper. Just because other people are doing it doesn't mean that you don't you have to, you have an obligation to do it. It's not by obligation. It is really by the relationship between God and you. So participate in the Lord's Supper after examining yourself. So we have learned so far like why we should celebrate the Lord's Supper. First of all, we need to remember what Christ has done and we need to proclaim what Christ has done. And this is how we, uh, why we should do the, uh, the Lord's Supper. And then uh, to participate in the Lord's Supper, we must examine ourselves first. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for teaching us what it really means to participate in the Lord's Supper. Father, we thank you that you sent your only son to sacrifice his own body and blood for us. Father, we want to continue to remember that. We want to con continue to proclaim it um, as often as we do this Lord's Supper, Lord. But Father, please help us to examine ourselves, expose our sins, so we will stop sinning, but we will continue to uh, participate in the Lord's Supper to proclaim to remember what you have done. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Pastor Sammy Jew's latest publication, Burning Bush, is a spiritual guidebook designed to strengthen faith. It consists of daily meditations and memorization of a selected Bible passage for 119 days. This book, which is part of the first series of 21C Moses Devotional, is intended to foster a closer relationship with God by reading and reflecting on selected verses from the Bible. Over a period of 17 weeks, its purpose is to provide a deeper understanding of God, our purpose, and how to live a virtuous life through the words of the Bible. Get your copy of the book, Burning Bush Meeting God, today by visiting Amazon.com.